Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus, please. Let us pray. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for this blessed opportunity, your presence. Speak to us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please sit down. Wow. What a delight to see you and you in particular. Amen. Amen. You can personalize it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Personalize it. Hey, Fariji. Wow, what a blessing. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Well, we want to continue our discussion from this book, Fruitfulness. Amen. amen. We are in our feeding five to seven seasons, so we are feeding from the book, Fruitfulness. All right. Do you all have copies of the book? Check. Do you have a copy yourself? If you have a copy, find out from your neighbor why he or she does not have a copy, seeing that it's readily available for just a hundred rands. So find out from your neighbor. Please get one quickly so that we can all read the book and be blessed from the book. Okay. A hundred rands. Just get one. Okay. Get one. Amen. Amen. Teacher Blender, where's yours? You don't have one. It's not acceptable. If you're a pastor, you don't have one. It's not acceptable. Do you get it? And I don't accept soft copies of the book. Do you get it? I don't, I don't even know where you got a soft copy from. Do you see it? I mean, I don't accept uh, pastor, you don't have one. It's not acceptable. You have to get one. I don't want to use these type of closer words like disgrace, unacceptable. Do, do you get it? Yeah. I'm waiting so that I start preaching because people are watching us online and it's like we are doing house cleaning online. It's not nice. At all, at all, at all. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Good. Let's get into the word of God. Last week, we looked at God's purpose for our lives. And we said God's purpose for our lives is for us to be fruitful. Amen. Every single person that God has dealt with God has dealt with the person with a purpose, a plan, a destiny, a mandate for the person to be fruitful. Amen. So we saw different people, even starting from Adam. We read from Genesis 1, Genesis 1, 28. God said, and, and the Lord blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Hallelujah. Be fruitful and multiply. We looked at Abraham. We looked at Isaac. We looked at Rebecca. We looked at so many people. He said, everybody, God's plan for their lives was for them to be fruitful. Then we looked at even today's believers. We read from Colossians chapter 1, verse number 10. Colossians 1, verse 10. It says, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord in all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So God's plan 
is for us to be fruitful in every good work and increase in the knowledge of God. What does 11 say? What does 11 say? Because it looks to continue. Strengthened with might according to his glorious power and to all patience and long suffering and joy, with joyfulness. Hallelujah. So God says that we should walk worthy, which means walk well, make it worthwhile. Show that you are worth the price. How do you show it? By being fruitful. So when you have Christians who are unfruitful, basically we are saying that it was a waste of time, waste of the blood of Jesus, waste of the life of Jesus to come down to earth to die for us to be saved. Haven't you bought things that you've taken home, you realize that it's useless. Shouldn't have bought it at all. The price that you paid for it, it wasn't worth it. It's not worth it. As a Nigerian would say, it's not worth it. Do you get it? It's not worth the price that you have paid. Hey, I've gone to pay Lobola. Then you bring her home. You see, she can't cook. She can't cook. She cannot clean. She's not worth it. Hallelujah. She can't cook. She can't clean. She can't have sex. She's not worth it. Always asleep. I've gone to pay Lobola for timber. And you have brought the timber home. And in your life as a man, you need a couple of things. One is food. So when you need food, she can't make food appear. Eating her food is a risk of your life. You even need good company and she's as boring as everything you can find. Because she does, she can't make any meaningful. Her sense of humor is very dry. She can't even laugh. When you make a joke, she can't laugh. And she can't also even make a joke. Ooh. So who are you going to be with? Yeah, meanwhile, you've paid a high lobola, 11 cows. Not baby cows, big cows. She's not worth it. Yeah, you need sex and she's always asleep. When she's awake, she says she has a headache. You see that it's not worth it. Yeah. But you are saying, oh, oh, but some of us also, we have not been worth it. Due to our unfruitfulness. That Christ has paid a great price for our lives. Yet, he gets nothing. Nothing in return. Paul says, we should walk worthy. Worthy. Put verse 10 there. Verse 11 is like a camouflage. Verse 10. We should walk worthy of the Lord and to our please, which means making him happy. Jesus said, Herein is my father glorified, John 15, 8, that ye bear much fruit. He said, Glory, God becomes happy when his children are fruitful. Even when people marry, they have children, they become happy. When they see one child, very happy, two children. Very happy. They become excited when children come. God also wants to see spiritual children coming so that he can become excited. Can I hear somebody say amen? Can I hear a better amen? amen? Hallelujah. Now, why should we be fruitful? We looked at all these things last week. Tonight is just a recap with a little bump at the end. Then we go home. 
Why must we be fruitful? Because I told you, a lot of my pastors have become unfruitful. Yeah, and I don't want to have unfruitful people. And when John 15, I am the vine and my father is the husbandman. Any branch in me that buried, buried fruit. Okay, he starts with the one that doesn't. Any branch in me that buried no fruit, he take it away. So Jesus gives us a practical way to handle such a situation. Take that person away. Take them away. Yeah, and I, I don't intend to oversee unfruitful people. So I've even initiated a process of removing them. Yeah, just remove the person. I don't have any expectation at all. Me and two pastors will do the work. At least you don't carry that big. I told you about big things last week, ne? Yeah, big things. I had a schoolmate called Big Things. When you ask me, why are you called Big Things? I do because I do big things. If you want a big title, oh, please, do big things. Is there any brand that doesn't bear fruit? No problem. Remove it. The one that, so that you can even have time to work on the one that is fruitful. Yeah, to work because when somebody is fruitful, you need to help the person to bring forth more fruit. And every bank that bears fruit, budget that it may bring forth more fruit. Sometimes when people are bringing, are doing something, you have to help them. You see, you help them, then they can do well. But the presence of unfruitful people also, your help is dissipated all over the place. Because you spread yourself very thin. Somebody say amen. amen. You spread yourself very thin all over the place. But if you are left with only two fruitful people, then your effort is concentrated, crystallized into one place. To, because it takes concentration. Look, what is a bomb? What, what, what makes a bomb explode? All the energy and the forces are concentrated in a small thing. Do you see? So when they explode, the force is so loud to blow things. Now, if that same energy, if it's spread across, it will make no difference anywhere. Most it can do is to light a cigarette. Let me explain it in another way, a less scientific way. You see the sun the heat, the energy that is coming from the sun. The reason why it doesn't burn us is because it's spread all over. It's so far and it's spread all over. But imagine that it's brought together, the whole energy is brought together and concentrated and directed at one place. It will burn and scorch all of us. So how to do it is to use a magnifying glass to trap enough of the energy to something you see even from that distance you see the thing will catch fire and start to burn so it's like the one who is being fruitful if you would zoom in you'll be surprised you have a lot more fruit from there so me too i don't want to be a commander of a pastor zero pastor zero i told you last week about pastor zero ne? Yeah, zero center leader, zero basset. I'm starting with the pastors because so that if you are a basenta leader, you know that's for you, your case here, we shouldn't even start. Yeah, it's like, hey, I see that bishop, his pastors are very, 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 very. Look, you, we don't want, if you, if, if, if heads are rolling from the top, then imagine the bottom. <laughs> Say amen. Why, why, why am I so worked up? Why am I pressing so much? Because fruit make a lot of difference to every Christian. We saw last week that we recognize people by their fruit. Jesus said in Matthew 17, Matthew 7, 16, that you shall know them by their fruit. How do you know them by their fruit? Fruit tell you what you are dealing with. Fruit show you what you are dealing with. So Jesus says, you will know them. But Jesus, what if they 
try to trick us. What if they say nice things? What if they don't do that? Don't worry. Don't, don't even get into arguments. Just look for the fruit. Yeah. I was on the golf course with Pastor Lungani. He was, he was asking me about somebody. He said, I said, oh, we, 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 we will see. It's just a matter. Then we came into a meeting on Sunday. When he saw the fruit, he just kept quiet. I, when I saw the fruit, I remembered the comments. I said in my head, cho Simple and short. Fruit bring an end to every argument. Yeah. Why? Because you identify people by their fruit. You identify who the person is by the person's fruit. You know who you can discuss. If the tree is a mango tree, you can't use the leaves to, 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 sometimes some of some, some leaves, you know them, but you can't be hundred percent because because you are here, that's why you think the only leaf is a mango leaf. But if I took you into a botanical garden, you will see so many leaves that look like the mango leaf. Yeah. So many avocado, they all look like the. So when you see the leaf, say, ah, mango. When we go, it's not mango. You'll be shocked. It's pear. You'll be so surprised. So I'm using the trunk of the tree. You can't use it to tell. You can't use it to tell. I'm using the size of the branches. Because the, the, the branch is very big, it must be this. You are lying. You, how many trees have big branches? You can't tell. No, I, you see the way it's slim and long and it has circles around, it must be coconut. How about palm? How about uh, other trees? You'll be surprised that if you were to go, it's because we are, we are narrow where we are. Narrow as in to say we are limited in the trees we see. So we just think that we can conclude that, oh, because this looks like this, it is it. But if we were to go to botanical gardens, they will show you about 5,000 different trees. You now you'll be confused. Yeah. Yeah. You thought they are, you, they are all the same. The only one you are an expert on is a Daha tree. But apart from that, please. But when you see the fruit, the argument comes to an end. To an end. When you see mango, you bite it. Mm, mango. End of story. End of story. End of story. Argument comes to an end. When you bite, take an apple, you see an apple, you, nobody can convince you otherwise. Because you recognize that hey, hey, this is it. This is it. You identify people. You know who you are dealing with. You know what you are dealing with. When you look at the fruit. Yeah. You know. But when, 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 there's, when there's no fruit, you can't tell. Am I dealing with a Christian? Am I dealing with an unbeliever? Am I dealing with a shepherd? Am I dealing with a sheep? You don't even know what you are dealing with. You don't know. But when you see the fruit, argument comes to an end. Everybody shuts up when the fruit comes. Even as the one do looking at the thing, people stop arguing with you when, they, when it's time to show the fruit. Instead of talking, just less yada yada, more chinchi. Just put the fruit down. Argument will come to a close. Number two, you are evaluated by your fruit. Your value is determined by your fruit. To evaluate means to determine the value of something. Or to determine the value of somebody. So you know people's value by their fruit. Not by anything else. Not by their singing. Not by their talking. Not by their regular attendance to church. You know. It's, oh, do you pray? Do you do? Hey, it, all those arguments come to an end. Because for you to have fruit, these things, so many things are involved. I'll show you the next point. We are coming to that. So many things are involved. To have a child, if you are married, to have a child. We don't know what you did. We were not there. We don't witness it. But when we see the child, we know that work has gone in. 
somebody has been working. We see, even when we see the stomach come, we say, you have been busy. You have been busy. The bigger it becomes, the more work has been done. That's not true anyway. Sometimes just one work, but it's so powerful. <laughs> we evaluate you. We determine your value. We, we, ask, we assess. It means to assess something. People are assessed by their fruit. You assess them by their fruit. And when I say fruit, I mean quantity and quality. Yeah, by their fruit. You assess them. You think somebody is so great until you pull the fruit say, ah! Is this the fruit? It would have been better if you were not there. Is that, is, is that all? Your presence or your absence makes no difference. Perhaps even your presence is rather a cost. Causes financial loss to the organization. In this case, to the kingdom. Yeah. You will say mercy, but the truth is hard to say. Look, the work of leaders, very pray for leaders, because it's very hard. Because I have to tell you a certain truth that, I mean, last week when I finished preaching, it's like goodbye. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Even my friends have reduced in the church. Even my administrators don't mind me. Call them and ask them one by one. They don't mind me anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, my administrators, look, <laughs> Dr. Gobili, my administrators, I work with them. Without them, I can't work. They don't even mind me anymore. It's hard because I have to say the hard truth. Because, and I don't blame them because as you are coming to mind, you are thinking of what if it comes up? <laughs> so I'm sitting there alone. I'm singing, Where are you, Lord? Where can I find you? You must be in this place right by my side. I want to feel you. I want to believe Experience Your mighty presence with me The Lord I God in the midst of thee He is a mighty God He will save thee will rejoice over thee God in the midst myself. Yeah, to, even today I asked for the soundtrack so that I can be singing it because I have no friends. Hey! Because I have to see the truth. <laughs> truth. Yeah, we assess you. We know who you are. So your presence or your absence, when we do the assessment and there are no friends, it's like it makes no difference. But without assessment, without evaluation, we won't know. And, it's, and, and we evaluate by the fruit. So the presence of it makes us know what we are dealing with. The absence of it also lets us know who you are. You see, you've been doing a center for a long time. You only have four people. No, you are moving around, going to house to house, and they are addressing you as mamfundis. Next time they say that, say I refuse it. Yeah, because you are not. You are not. Children, children, little children. They have carried 17 people to come to church with. You have been in the church seven years. You go and bring four. What a disgrace. Go and bring two. What a shame. We evaluate you by it. I'm telling you, that's how we evaluate your work. So, please use my tithe. We don't use your tithe. Tithe is a type of fruit, but that's not the fruit we are talking about. 
Use the way I play the keyboard. You have not heard of soundtrack. Use the way I sing in the choir. Stop that. You have not seen joyous celebration, eh? Use the video camera. You are joking. You don't know that we have phones, eh? Last Sunday I went to church. There was no camera. They used my phone. You use the, the, use the camera. Because when I increase the volume, them stop increasing the volume. Leave it the way it is. <laughs> Leave it. And bring fruit. Yeah. I had a praise and worship choir. When I tell they should go and bear fruit, when they go, they say they are praying to do praise. I said, look, I don't want to come and see anybody here praying to do. When we go to church, go and bring the people. Who are you coming to do praise and worship to? Who should bring the people for you to come and do praise and worship to? Go and bring the praise people and do praise and worship with them. Don't, don't, I can speak in thanks for all of us. I sat them. All of them go and bring forth fruit. Sunday when I go to church, you can't find anybody. Everybody is under a tree, under a stone, in a car, in a rest. Uh-huh. Then you call us. I'm ready with my people. Then you come with it. Yes. Now you can start. Where are you, Lord? And do praise and worship. Yeah. We know who you are. We know your value. We can assess. We can determine your value. To evaluate means to rank someone. To rank someone. You know where to, what, what level to place the person. What, how to rank the person. Or to rate somebody. Yeah. I was explaining this thing on, on Monday, yesterday. That Solomon was not David's first child. He had Absalom. He has, he had Adonijah. But Solomon became king. In David's eyes, Solomon was higher than all these people. Yeah, but people were using other parameters. David knew Solomon would be a better king than Absalom. Solomon would be a better king than Adonijah. Yeah. Better king than all these people. He could know their value. If you were losing, just you don't use proper statistics and facts and everything. You saw this is the oldest, the oldest person may be the most fruitless person. You put the church under the person, the church will die. Yeah, the church will die. Die a cataclysmic death. Yeah, suddenly and so the church will finish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. Because what it takes for a church to work. Oh, a slow-mo cannot do it. Please. Huh. So when we assess, even we assess the quantity of fruit, then the quality. Sometimes you see you have been pastoring some people for, people for a long time but we don't, I mean they are all babies none of them can rise up and do it and even as they are there they are babies, they don't even know whether they are born again or they are not even simple assurance of salvation every day we preach they have to give their life to Christ if I make an altar call now they'll give their life to Christ again it's the quality of the fruit that you've not been able to explain to them categorically, properly from the word of God. This is what it means to be born again. This is the, the rudiments of salvation. So that they can get it and even believe it. So it's like, babe, they can't lead a prayer meeting. They can't do anything. Madam, wake up, okay? It's too early to sleep. Yeah, they can't do anything. I went to a camp. When I went to the camp, when I got to the camp, all of them were sitting. I mean, when I arrived, they were sitting like they are having a party. When I look at it, I say, Ah, all of you, you have been to camps before. Is this how we do a camp? Is this how we do a camp? 
Sitting like you can't do anything, like you don't know. All of them are sitting now. Nobody to take, rise up and say, hey, look, we are here. Let's start. Let's start some prayer. Let's start this. Let's do that. Let, no, they're all sitting now. Even someone said they've opened their legs like, I mean, opening so wide. Ada. That's how relaxed, that's how relaxed and at ease they were. Bible says, woe to them that are at ease in Zion, that they are so at ease. So sometimes we have these type of people. So there may be numbers coming from there, but the quality of the people is not being improved. We can't even get one person to make a leader from there. Not even one. To say, oh, this person, even we can't get people to even train. We say, bring people for us to train. Nobody. Can't even get people to train. Sometimes even the leader is happy that they are all babies. Pure African leadership. That everybody is a nobody. I'm the only somebody. Yeah. And sometimes nobody to train. There's not even one person to train. Because whoever is even bringing is not doing the things that need to be done for the pots to appear. So when you ask for pots, there are no pots. Where are the pots? We can't find the pots. <laughs> yeah, we can't find the pots. Because the person who's supposed to do the thing for the pots to appear is not doing what they have to do for the pots to appear. He said, bring your people for training. Nobody. Nobody. Hey, Bishop, give, you didn't give us anybody. I'll give you nobody. The people there can become trainable. You have to put in what makes the pot appear. Be fruitful in that area that leaders are coming. We came to, when we came here, there was no, nothing here. Today there are pastors, shepherds, everything. So you too, if you have gone to Cinderella, something must come from there. That's it. Everywhere we have gone, there's nothing there. We start from zero. We start from, you must be born again. You must be born again. The new church I've started, I've started shepherd's training. Yeah, the new believer school, we started shepherd's training. So if you look at some of the people we are training to be shepherds, you say, Bishop has faith. Yeah, you will see, that's when, if you say I don't have faith, that's when you will see that I really have faith. Yeah. Last Sunday, somebody asked me, asked to, I wanted to pull my car out. Then somebody asked me, can I pull it out for you? I've not seen him drive before anything. I mean, he cannot, I don't even know. But I put two and two, I said, look, let me trust. Give him my key. As I was there, I was praying time, believing God. Because I'd parked just next to a glass building. Just in case he goes forward by mistake, boom, glass out. He, and behind me is just a short driveway for him to pull up. If he comes back too quickly, boom, wall. I had to believe. Believing God. My heart was beating. Go, 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 go back. I said, let me believe God. I told myself, believe God. Believe God. When I saw my car coming towards me, I said, oh, God is faithful. Yeah, God is faithful. Yeah, God is faithful. Yeah, so that's, that's one done. Next time, yeah, go to Deban and come. Like that, by the time you realize the person is fully in the thing. The same way with even the people we've chosen to trust, they don't even know whether they are born again properly. They don't even know if all their sins have been forgiven. Maybe they think their sins for this year is what has been forgiven. We are still working, but we are doing what we, we are making the things that make the pot appear. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say, I should bring my leaders, you'll be surprised the leaders I'll bring. But you are sitting with the people, you will even say, I choose you and you and you. I'm training you. Yeah. So the people don't improve in it. They, they are not tight payers from where you are. They don't even give an offering. They are still in the old apartheid South African mind. Give me, give me Sasa mindset. Just give everything to me. You can't even influence them to give. The, I'm talking about the quality of the fruit. 
They won't have their quiet time. You can't make them have their quiet time. So you have brought fruit, but the fruit that you have brought, either the fruit is rotten or unripe, cannot be eaten. One side is rotten. You didn't take out the rotten ones from the whole bunch. It has rotted the whole bag of potatoes. So the whole center is smelly. When potatoes rot, you know how it smells. The whole bag is smelling. Yeah. You won't do what what the thing that must be done. Some of you are here, you've been pastoring people for over a year. You have not even bothered to baptize them. Hello? Is my time up? Okay. I still have enough time. Yeah. I'm just doing a recap before I drop the bump. I'm making the bump. (laughs) Yeah. Hello? The quality of the fruit. So nobody is coming from there. Nobody is rising up to be a basenta leader. Nobody is rising up to be a shepherd. Nobody, even they won't join ministries in the church. Basenta, nothing. Tell me how long have you been doing the branch that you have been doing? We don't have even one shepherd from there. One shepherd. To say this one is a shepherd. We all know him or her. We can depict the day you are not there. We can let the person do something. Nobody. The day you travel, that's the end of that day. The church must be on holiday. Where are you, Lord? Where can I find you? It's okay, it's okay. Don't make it appear. (laughs) Number three, you are a mystery without fruit. We are still doing a recap. You are a mystery without fruit. When there's no fruit, you are mysterious. We don't know. We we actually do. You see, when when people are not fruitful, they say, when a husband and a wife have been married for some time, there is no child, nothing. It poses questions. We all have questions. Sometimes we can't ask because fine protocol is, but we are asking in our heads, what is the problem? What is the problem? What's wrong? What's the problem? What's happening? What's going on? Is it the man? Is it the woman or both of them? Is the man shooting blanks? Is the woman not fertile? Sometimes it's a medical problem. So it, it, it becomes a, a questionable. We can't understand why. We can't. We, we, we don't know because we, one of the things of marriage that child must come. Fruitfulness. So we don't know what's going on. So we are always looking. What's going on? What's going on? We can't ask. When you see people in the church who are not bearing fruit, usually there's a problem. There's a, they are sick. Usually there's a sickness. And one of the common sickness that lead to unfruitfulness is sin. It's sin. Usually there's a secret sin that we don't know about. Oh yeah. I told my wife one day, this guy, the way he moves in the church, he's like a drug dealer. He's like a drug dealer. You can be sitting in a chair suddenly, then you disappear. When you are looking for, you can't find. You look in your bag, you can't find. You look in your pocket, you can look everywhere. Look under the thing, you can't find. He has disappeared. Then he will appear. He's like a Houdini. <laughs> now you see me. Now you don't. So I, I said, hey, like a magician, he disappearing act. David Copperfield, boom, he has disappeared. And sometimes he's able to disappear exactly when you need him. When you don't need him, he's all over the place. As soon as you need him, you turn your head. Where are you, Lord? He's, he's not there. Where can I find you? You must be in this room. Right by my side. 
wanna feel you. I wanna believe you. Experience. Experience your mind. Presence with me. The person is gone. He had disappeared like a magician. I'm telling you. So I analyzed the day I told my wife, this guy, I'm sure he's doing drugs. Because it's those type of, maybe a policeman has walked into the church and he has disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, or a traffic cop. He owes a traffic fine. So he has seen a traffic cop come into the church. So boom, he has disappeared. Or he owes somebody and the person has come to the church. Boom. I tell him, no, he's under the chair. I tell you. I know. No man can journey. He's under the chair. Lift up the chair. We'll find him. The person, the traffic cop goes, no, you see, he has come out. Ti, 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 ti. Ti, ti, ti. <laughs> yeah. There is always a reason why people are unfruitful. The only reason why it's mysterious is that we cannot point our finger at what is wrong. Yeah, that's the only reason why. But usually there's something. Because we know we are doing everything possible, giving every opportunity so that the person can be fruitful. So when they are, so that's why it's mysterious. That, ah, we have put all this thing, but yet nothing is coming from. There are some centers I need to close them down. Yeah, because we've done everything. It's husband and wife, husband and wife ministries international. It's finished. Nothing is coming from there. So when it's not coming, you begin to think, ah, what is the problem? But usually, there's something. There's some sin somewhere. Somebody's sick spiritually, emotionally, financially. Sick. First Peter. First Peter chapter 5. First Peter chapter 5. Peter says, if these things be in you, verse 8, and abound, they make that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of God. So Peter says that if these things are in you, Second Peter, rather, please. One. Second Peter, one. It says, if these things are in, in you, they ensure that you are not barren and you are not unfruitful. So it's like, these things that we have put in you, once they are there, they make it necessary, they make it such that you become fruitful. So when you are not being fruitful, then some of these things are not there. Now let's look at the thing from verse 5. It says, besides the gift, giving all diligence, it takes hard work to bring forth fruit. Some of you don't want to work hard, yet you want to be fruitful. So when somebody is not fruitful, Jedija, it means it's possible that diligence is not there. Doesn't work hard. Laziness will not lead to fruitfulness. If your parents were lazy, do you think you will be born? Let's start from your father. Hard days work. When he comes home, he will work hard again. That's what led to you, your mother conceiving you. Then after you have been conceived, for you to come out, work that your mother has to do to push you out because the road you are coming on the toll gate is very small and if I look at some of you now I can tell that back then
It's not possible that you grew all this in this time, only now. Yeah. So the size that you are coming with, it's not easy for it to come through there. And it's not Shesha. No, 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 you can't come through there, Shesha. Shesha lane, no. So you have to come through the manual lane. So she has to push. And they tell them in the labor world, if you don't push, your child will die. And you will die with your child. So a survivor. So they have to push. Push like that. Hey, for hard work. That's why when they, some of them push, then they start to poo-poo and all these things. Yeah. Some of you pull, they push out, then you, you spoil the road. <laughs> you tear some parts of the road. So after you have come, the road is not the same again. The, the doctor has to do maintenance work. Yeah. It's like after the floods. Now. <laughs> the hard work. It's like, you, like, if you like, ask any mother sitting next to you. Push hard. Before hours. Some people can be in labor for a long time. Yeah. By the time you finish hungry, tired. Yeah. Sweating. Oh. Not an easy thing. Hard work. Then says, add to that faith. Add to your faith virtue. So faith to believe. Maybe sometimes you don't even have faith. No faith. And how do we know you don't? When you don't pray about soul winning, you don't pray about fruitfulness. It means you don't believe that you need God to be fruitful. No faith. Then virtue. Virtue, which is just being good, being a good person, being a nice person. Sometimes it's absence. Absent. Moral what? Moral excellence. Yeah, you can't be fornicating all over the place. And then be fruitful at the same time. I said, when somebody is not fruitful, sometimes, usually, there's a sin somewhere, spiritual sickness. Fornicating all over the place or smoking in the night. Yeah. When we are saying you are keeping the place alight. All over the place and expect to be fruitful also. It doesn't work like that. No virtue. Add to virtue knowledge. Knowledge. Knowledge, which is you know things in the Bible. You know how to bring forth fruit. How, how to even lead some. Some of you can't even tell people about Jesus. How would you bear fruit? When the product we are selling is Jesus Christ. Knowledge of the product zero. So how would you sell the product? sell the product the ship the, the potential she just asked one question that's it that's the end. so you are rude you are proud you are oh you are too forward you go to hell go to hell go to hell next week I'm having a camp to teach about how to win souls you will learn something. Yeah, you will learn something. Temperance. What is temperance? Self-control. Self-control. So if you can't even control yourself. You can You see somebody is not fruitful. They can't control themselves. To win a soul, you will see the souls, they will give you attitude. Till you call them, they won't mind you. Hey, hey I called you, didn't mind. Go to hell. You go to hell. <laughs> you don't want to be saved. Okay, go to hell. 
You say you, you, you say what? Go to hell. I called you, say, who is it? What, what do you mean by who is it? I, you saved my number. I saw you saving my number. I'm calling you, say, who is it? Look, you need self-control. The thing is so annoying, but you still have to control yourself. So, oh, sorry, okay, no problem. Hey, you have ghosted me three weeks. Still, instead of getting angry, you control yourself. For some of us, this is the reason why we cannot bear food. Just You just get angry anytime. You can't control yourself. Yeah. The person you are going to do follow up. When you suddenly ask, she has put a two liter Coke here. So, would you drink something? Give you three minutes. So, you have drunk three glasses already. Three glasses already. The sheep will look at you and say, No, 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 no. I can't afford this shepherd. No, 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 no. No, 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 Let me tell you a story I heard. A guy was going to propose to a girl. One day, a guy saw a girl, so I like this girl. So she, he said, oh, I, I think I'll make it work. So he decided to take the girl out on a date. When they went out on a date, first date, when he looked at the things that the girl ordered, he said, no, 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 this girl is going to make me broke. So I asked, what did the girl order? So three drinks. I mean, she took, <laughs> if it's passion fruit and lemonade, she ordered three times. One meal that you are eating, oh, you can drink passion fruit and lemonade, three of it. And still eat a full meal and ask for dessert. One stomach. You'll be surprised. Sometimes the stomach is not big. The thing goes into the legs and everywhere. Be careful of the slim girls. They eat more. You'll be surprised. The big girls, they don't eat much, they're already full. The slim girls, <laughs> they are trying to catch up. So the guy looked at the situation, said, No, 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 never, never, never. And he changed his mind. Yeah, self control, you can't control yourself. When you sleep, you can't wake up. You can't say, It's okay, I'm giving up sleep to pray. Because it takes prayer to be fruitful. It takes prayer to be fruitful. So you can't even control yourself to give up sleep or to sleep less to pray. Yeah, sometimes you are a student, you have to study and pray and go out for an hour. You can't control yourself. Say, Let me control. This time is for studying. No WhatsApp, nothing. Turn my data off everything and study. When I finish this prayer time, then now I turn on my WhatsApp. Then I can have time. No. So once studying, you, are, you have been sitting there for four hours, but you have been chatting, TikToking, Telegramming, Netflixing for about three of the four hours. So where did you, I went to the library. What did you go? I went to study. Shame on you. The time you say you are at the library, you were not studying. You might as well have been lying on your bed and be TikToking. Yeah. Temperance. To temperance, patience. Some of the sheep, you must have patience with them. But sometimes, if you are so impatient, you are so erratic, so... Temperature is high. Slight, I want it now. Now. Some of the people you would lead them to pray or you invite them to church and they will come about two months later. Yeah. Every day. I teach my people, look, those who didn't come, what you do is that you send a type of message that keeps the thing alive. 
Yeah. You don't pour fire on it for it to die. You send a message that, oh, wow. Oh, you did. Today we had a very great, I wish you had come. But I'm sure something came up. Maybe next Sunday. Do you get Then they will, may reply and say, oh, yeah, something came. Meanwhile, nothing came up. Oh. Nothing came up. Oh, yeah, something came up. Immediately you brought the thing back to life. The thing is back alive. Yeah, it's alive again. Do you get So that just in case, the door is still open. So that this weekend too, you can see if it can be revived. But because they ghosted you only once or twice, that's it. So, foolish sheep. I'm a demon. How do you say witches? I'm a witches. I'm a abatagati. Yeah, abatagati. Yeah, that's what I learned on Sunday. Abatagati. That is ama witches. Abatagati. Abatagati. That's, that's ama witches. Yeah, ama witches. Yeah. Ama targets. Yeah, ama targets. Seriously. So no patience. Look, it takes time for people to understand what you are saying. It takes time. You must have patience with people. You don't have patience. You have I'm fighting for fruitfulness. But I'm patiently waiting. Because there are times that God expects us to be fruitful. So I'm patiently waiting. Hopefully next week we'll look at it. Times that God expects fruit from us. But you have to be patient. I said you have to be what? Patient. But sometimes no patience. And no godliness. Godly, godly. Do you know godly? It's not a Chinese man to be godly. <laughs> godly. As I've been standing here, I'm patiently standing here for my media guy to get the picture he's looking for. That's all. Patience. So why didn't you take it at the beginning? What will happen is at the end, I won't have the picture I'm looking for. That's what will happen. So it's like, now that they are taking, I'm standing, you say, I've been preaching here for a long time, just waiting for them to get the right shot. Because maybe when they get me in the frame, I'm not smiling. They take another one, I'm smiling too much. Take another, I'm too dark. I'm too, I'm too light. Like that, till they get the correct one. So me too, I said, hey, you have been there for some time. It's okay, get away. Then I start going here. I I, the picture they'll get it to show my back. Patience. Then godliness, being godly, godly, godly. I mean, the, the, the person you are trying to get to come to Christ, they can't tell the difference. If you are a Christian, then I'm okay the way I am. I'm okay the way I am. I'm okay. If the person is nearer to heaven than you are. Yeah, if the way you are. Godliness, godliness, that you are godly. You say, ah, there must be something. Even today, I was standing and show somebody asked me, Are you a pastor? I said, ah, I've not talked to the person. I've not said anything. I'm just buying something. They are also buying something. So I, I, I asked, Please, can I have this? Then the person looked at me and asked me, Are you a pastor? I look at him, yes, please. It doesn't know me from Adam. I don't know whether there's a pastoral look or whatever it is because I look just like you. So I don't think it's even said, but you can feel something. When a person is with you, doesn't know whether it's with a pickpocket or a thief or whatever. Ah, you have been beating your mother in the area. Then now you say, Sunday, you are taking us to church. We won't go to any church. You are tricking us. Do you remember? That's how Adolf Hitler tricked the Jews and took them. He went to burn them. We won't follow you. Godly, next one. To godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. Sometimes these things are missing. So it's one, two, three, or all missing. Just brotherly kindness, like you are a kind person. That they can feel, even love, they can feel that there's a genuine love. Not, not love to sex them, but genuine love for them to be saved. Some Christians don't have love for unbelievers. 
You don't care whether they go to heaven or they go to hell. You don't care at all. And they can feel it. As you are trying to talk to them, they can feel that love is absent. Love for them, love for their souls. Say, Bishop, but I don't know them for, from anywhere. They are souls. Jesus loved them, came to die for them. At least you can't love the person as an individual, but you can love the soul so much that you don't want the soul to go to hell. Then he says, verse 8, if these things be in you, this is why people are unfruitful. That's why when you are not fruitful, it's me, we are wondering which of these nine or eight things is missing. Is it brotherly kindness? Is it love? Is it um, godliness? Are you ungodly? Ungodly? You are a pornographer with them in the lecture room. It's like you, when, there's, when, there's, when a pornographic video comes, you, they show it to you. Even they put it on the group, then you comment. Say, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Then Saturday you come and tell them, Sunday I'm taking you to church. Taking you to what church where? I mean, you you pick the video, then you put your comment. Where is the end? Where is the end? Where is the second part? Or you have put a comment. I've seen this video before. It's not complete. So we are wondering what is, what is, what is the reason why you are not bearing fruit? So the absence of fruit make you a mystery. My prayer is that that mystery will come to an end from today in the name of Jesus. That it will come to an end. That you begin to work diligently with love, with temperance, self-control, all this godliness, knowledge, all this faith, virtue, being morally good, that you are not a thief. So that now we begin to see fruit. May every hidden sin in your life be taken out in the name of Jesus. Amen. That you will begin to be fruitful from today. Stand to your feet, pray for yourself. You want to pray for yourself tonight just before we close. If you are watching by television, I want you or by on the internet, I want you to pray for yourself. Say, Lord, help me to walk worthy, being fruitful in all things, all good works, being fruitful. Lift your voice, just pray for yourself for a minute, 60 seconds. Just pray for yourself, begin to pray for yourself. My God, my God, my God, my God. My God, my God, my God, Nepakoba, Sem Paloba, Nepala, Setaya, Dempota, Takaimola, Rampaloba, Brempola, Kata, Sem Popaya, Milama, 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 Lem Papopa, Prandolobo, Sem Balababa. Help us to be fruitful, Lord. Help us, every single person under the sign of my voice, help us to be fruitful. Help us, help us that we will walk worthy unto all pleasing, being fruitful unto all good works in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, my God, my God Help us, Lord. 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 Yes, Lord. Help every help the children. Help the adults, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of lift your hands, let us pray. Father, behold every hand that is lifted up. Let today mark the beginning of fruitfulness in our lives. Let none under the sound of my voice 
be barren in your house in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? And you may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.